Welcome to the Life & Law Podcast. I'm Heather Mulder, former AmLaw 100 partner turned lawyer coach who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. But I was determined not to become yet another lawyer burnout statistic. And so I redefined success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I now help purpose-driven lawyers confidently retake control of their careers and create their next level of success and impact. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hey there, everybody. This is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast, and I'm excited to have you with me here today. So today's going to be a little different, at least for me. You may not notice anything different, but I'll tell you, I am going kind of off the cuff today. (laughs) Usually, I kind of pre-plan what I'm going to talk about. And I have an outline of things that I want to cover to make sure that I don't miss anything. But today, I'm actually going a little more off the cuff. I am beginning a new series today. Now that we are into March, and it is springtime. It's kind of a spring cleaning series for your mind. And it's a four-week series. So today is the first of four. And it's really going to be a little bit shorter episodes, I think, um, around very specific, smaller topics that are meant to get you rethinking something, um, maybe changing your perception, shifting perceptions around something. So there will be some mindset shifting within this spring cleaning your mind series. And today I was going to talk about something else, but I just felt called to talk about something new. And it is around choosing to be happy. So that is what we are getting into today, how to choose happiness and what that even means. Now, you've probably heard me say this before. If you've been a longtime subscriber to my newsletter, I know you've heard me write about this. And I've even written articles in the past around this topic. But because I have a very different viewpoint than a lot of people seem to around what happiness is and how you get to choose it for yourself, I wanted to go into it today. I just felt like it was time to get into this meaty topic because it's so important. We are living lives in a way, I think, these days, where we're just not very happy people. We're overly busy. We've piled too much on our plates. We have all these responsibilities and obligations, many of which we don't enjoy all that much. For what, right? And so we end up thinking, but I have to. We keep shooting ourselves to death. And we don't realize that we do actually have a choice. We have a choice. And there's a lot of people out there, especially lawyers, who are just very unhappy. And I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with the way we work and all the stuff I've already talked about, about this busyness kind of a trend. But also, let's be honest, the last couple of years with the pandemic have done us no favors in that area. 
more and more people are unhappy. And some of this has to do with how we've had to live, how we've been, you know, quarantining, how we've, you know, some of our cities and states still aren't as open as others. I'm lucky enough to be in Texas where we are more open. Um, But no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, you still ultimately have that choice. And it's really controversial sometimes for me to say it that way because life doesn't always go very well, right? You can't control everything that happens to and around you. And sometimes it just plain sucks. So the question becomes, how do you choose happiness in the midst of, of all of that? And I think because it truly is up to you and because I believe so strongly that it is a choice, I want to get into that today and hopefully help some of you who feel despondent at what's been going on, who feel like you don't have choices, you don't have control, to start retaking the control you do have and hopefully make choices for yourself that can start making things better, okay? So let's start with what is happiness. I think there is a big misconception out there around what happiness even is, and that's part of our real problem as to why so many of us are unhappy. Happiness is not feeling up all the time. It's not just about having good, positive feelings. Sometimes happy people feel sad, angry, frustrated. You know, we all have these emotions and they're all very normal. And I think that we tend to get into this space where we we kind of label emotions as good versus bad ones. I don't think any are bad per se. I think they are what they are. And sometimes we need to feel these things because of what's going on in our life. And it helps us to experience whatever it is we need to experience and then learn from it and move on. And so I would caution you not to just label these emotions as negative or bad because when we have them, right, the, the ones we don't like to feel. Because when we do that, we try to push them away, we try to ignore them, we try to pretend they're not fully there, and we don't fully deal with them. The other thing I would say is I think happiness is about doing what's best for you in the moment to get through it and hopefully get to a place where you can be a relatively happy person. And when I say happy, I mean content in your choices. Knowing who you are, feeling good about yourself and the decisions that you're making for yourself and your family members and the actions that you've taken and how it impacts other people. To me, that's happiness. It's not just about feeling good. Now, if you live in that way and you feel good in your own skin, you know who you are, you know what your values are, you know what your strengths are, you make choices to align your decisions, your life, how you act every day around your values. You utilize your strengths to the best of your ability on a daily basis, the best you can. You can be in a place, no matter what is going on in your life, where you at least feel content with how you've made those choices. That, to me, 
is what happiness really is. And when you live in that way, you do end up with more positive feelings, with more contentedness. And even when things don't go well, and even when life gets off track because of a pandemic, a death in the family, a financial loss, whatever it is, you end up more capable of dealing with it because you're more comfortable in who you are and what the best choices are given your circumstances. It's easier to make decisions. It's, you feel more content with the decisions that you've then made. And so you can be happy with how you have chosen to live. Hopefully I'm making some sense here. This to me is what happiness truly is. And when you start to see it in this light, it kind of opens up a whole new door, an opportunity for, you know, shifting your perspective around life in general, around how you perceive other people, how you perceive yourself and your capabilities. It also helps to make you a little more courageous in making good decisions, the right decisions that are hard to make. Let's be honest, not all decisions are easy, even the ones that align with our values. Sometimes it means doing things that other people won't like, right? And so I want to challenge you to really start to transfer how you think of happiness and really start asking, okay, so what if I viewed happiness in this way? What if it was really more about Understanding what I truly value, understanding what makes me tick, understanding what's truly important to me in this world, in this life, and why, so that I can make better decisions for myself given my circumstances, no matter what they are, and be content with them. Now, what does this contentedness mean? It does not necessarily mean that you never look back and go, ah, I could have made a better choice. Because hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So it doesn't mean that you won't ever look back and go, oh, I could have made a better choice. This would have been better. But what it does mean is that you accept that, you know what, though, I made the best choice I could given what I knew then, given who I was then, given my circumstances then. I now have learned something different, better, new, whatever it is about other people, about circumstances, about myself that would help me make a different decision now. And that's okay. I will use this information moving forward so that the next time I come across something, you know, similar, I can make an even better decision and continue to be content. So it's just a very different way of looking at happiness, what it even means. And by doing that, it really opens up the possibilities. Because what happens when we learn well, when we think about happiness as positive feelings, as always be needing to be up, as always having to feel good, it puts a lot of pressure on us that's really unnecessary because it's unrealistic also. And it makes us think we're never going to get there. It's not possible. So what, what happens is when you switch your viewpoint around what happiness is, it opens up so many more doors and possibilities for you around how to make good decisions for yourself and just automatically brings a lot more positive, contented feelings to your life. 
Now, I wrote about this some years ago when I first started my blog. This is before I even left my legal practice. And somebody responded back to me of, you know, I get what you're saying and I agree to a point. But, there's always a but, right, when people start with that. But, not everybody can choose for themselves. Some people have, you know, depression. Some people have other things that they're dealing with that are actual medical conditions that make it much more difficult for them to make these types of choices for themselves. Yes, some people do, but that doesn't mean they still can't choose for themselves. And this may sound a little harsh, and it, it's probably going to be controversial for some of you, but hear me out on this. Life isn't fair. Some of us have harder journeys than others because of what we're born into, because of our circumstances. Others, because of, you know, um, having mental health issues and problems that is to no fault of our own, right? You may or may not know this. If you've been a member of my newsletter for a while, then you probably do. But my baby brother, Kyle, died in 2020, in fall of 2020. And I didn't, I don't think, ever really divulge what he died from, but he was bipolar. So he is one of, he was one of those people that had a tougher hand and it wasn't fair. But at the end of the day, he still had to make choices for himself. And the choices he made ultimately led to his death. He self-medicated through recreational drug use, and it killed him eventually. And even knowing what he went through and what, what he had to deal with, I still do believe he had a choice. In fact, I know he had a choice, and he made the wrong choices for himself, unfortunately. His choices were a lot harder to make, and that totally sucked. However, there were people there for him to help him. What the choice he needed to make was to reach out for help, was to ask for help, to get help, to not try to go it alone. So if you are somebody who is struggling with depression or anything else, right? Know this. Nobody else can make the choice for you. That's why I say it's still your choice. And I'm very sorry, like so sorry, that you've got it tougher than some. It sucks. It's not fair. I totally wholeheartedly agree with you on that. But at the end of the day, Nobody else can choose for you. You've got to make the choice for yourself. And what that choice looks like and means for each individual is different based on who you are, what you're dealing with, what your circumstances are, what your resources are. But there are resources out there. So sometimes making the choice is picking up the phone and getting help is going into therapy, is, you know, whatever it is you need, that's the choice, the first step, okay? Hopefully, you followed me along, and I haven't <laughs> upset anybody here too much. I feel very strongly about this, and here's why. We have <laughs> a real problem these days, a happiness problem. I think we have an empathy problem, but it all starts from within us, ultimately. 
I think that more and more of us need to start taking more agency over our own lives, over our own psyche, over our mental health. And I want to be that person to help you do that for yourself. So I'm hopeful that this has at least allowed you to think outside the box a little bit about what happiness can mean for you around how you can start making that choice for yourself and choose to be happier. And I hope, if nothing else, it at least just got you thinking, right? So I'm going to leave you with this. What if you could choose to be happy? How would your life feel? How would it look? What might you be doing differently? Why not start to allow yourself to make that choice for you? I believe that you are worth it. I hope you make that choice. Okay, so before I go, I have a question for you. What if I told you that within the next six months, you could be a happily successful lawyer? If you are interested in trading out mental exhaustion for feeling confidently in control, then I invite you to speak with me about how we might be able to work together. I will put a link in how to sign up for a free breakthrough session with me in the show notes. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next week, we are going to get into the second part of our four-part spring cleaning series. We'll see you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life & Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a follower or subscriber, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both Life & Law, including the Life & Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.